0: Today is Sunday And we are learning Parsha As is our tradition Sunday night to learn Parsha um, We had a particular break For Pesach but here we are back again after Pesach We're learning Parsha This week's Parsha is Tazriah Tazriya Mitzayra deals entirely with alochas of Tuma both Pashas. entirely with alochas of Tuma The very beginning of Pashas Tazriya talks about what's called Tumas Yeldas, the Tuma associated with procreation, a woman has a baby, she has to bring certain carbones after she's purified from various different Tumas, it's called Muchosah then the rest of Pasha's tazriya and a good portion of Pasha's Metzera talk about the tumor of Tzaraas. And a Metzera also, in certain cases at least, needs to bring a carbon And of course Tzaraas has three basic levels. First is Tzaraas in a person's body, in his skin or in his scalp or in his other parts of the body. Then there is Tzadah, which called Nigei B'godim, discoloration happens in people's clothing. And then finally there's Nigei Batim, discoloration happens in people's walls of homes which are discussed in Pasha's The end of Pasha's Metzede talks about four more Tumas. Two Tumas for a man, two Tumas for a woman. An easier tumah for a man and a harder tummy for a man that are called Kedi and Zov. An easier tumah for a woman and a harder tumah for a woman that are called Nida and zovo. So these pastures deal entirely with Allah tum and, tada. and at its core, what is Tummentarah? It's spiritual. That's what it is. At its core, tummentara is spiritual. You cannot explain tummentara based on hygiene. You can't explain it based on biology or chemistry or science or even uh, society, social sciences. It's completely Rukhni, is this? Right, you know, if a person takes a shower, they're clean, what do you want from them? The idea that you have to have paraduma ash, or that you have to go to the mikveh, or that you have to bring a variety of different karbonis, and only then are you considered pure, it's completely mystical. You cannot explain it in practical terms. And this is part of the reason that it's in the Sefer that's called Tedas Kainim, Leviticus. Sefer VaYikra is called Tera's Kayanim, the Sefer that deals with the laws of the priests of Kayanim. And the idea goes basically as follows, and I'm going to paraphrase, I'm going to use my own words. Tera has different parts, different levels. And I suppose from a perspective of the Mishnah, it has six levels. Zroim, the laws of agriculture. Maya, the laws associated with time. Nashim, the laws associated with men and women's relationships. Nizikin, that do with business must do it and do pure and impure. And of course in the world of the Rambam, instead of it being six sforim, it is fourteen sforim. And in our Shukhanalach, it's four khalakum, And the rule is as follows. Some parts of Tera are very logical. Like for example, the part of Tera deals with business law, contracts, partnerships, neighbors and all the rest are very logical laws. Some parts of Teda are very, very illogical, they don't make any sense. Like, for example, the laws of karbanas They only make sense if you accept that this comes from the Abishta. One of the areas of Yiddishkeit, which is a more spiritual area, and therefore it belongs in the Sefer Teda Skenib, the Book of Leviticus, which is the Sefer written Bennegata to It's a more spiritual, it's a more lofty Sefer. is the whole business of tumentana. There are many tumas. Last week, Pasher Shemini, you we had a number of tumas. You had, you have neveilo, you have trefa, you have Sheretz, all different kinds of things that are metame. Why are they Metame? If you touch a dead rodent, you become tummy, what's the big deal? And in this week's Pasha, you have additional tumas. The most severe tumas, Because they are all tummus. The tumas of these two pashas all come from a person's body, right? A person can become tummy in a lot of different ways. If you touch a dead animal, you become tummy. But the animal is outside of the person. A woman becomes tummy because she has a baby. Or a person becomes a mitzayr. The tumor comes from the person himself, and the same is true with Keri and Zov and Nida and Migufa. it comes from the person, this is why it's considered the most severe tumors. These two pashas, Parshish, Hazri and talk about these kinds of tumors. Let's make it very straight, we're learning Torah, not social science. That means we're not even going to touch the issue of defending Tehras mesh What it says is MS. That's all there is to it. You understand? You don't understand? You agree? You don't agree? Every word of Tehras comes from the Abishat. It's absolutely Emes. Period. Though the whole concept of Tum and tara is only logical when you have a basis of Emunah. Well guess what? We have a basis of Emunah. <laughs> and therefore the Allah's of Tum and tara to us are going to be um, uh, logical. So this is the basic spirit of the entire Pash. More narrowly, last year we didn't have a class Pashat it must have been Pesach. But two years ago, we used to have twice a week, I gave you a three-part series. You remember? Three parts. I don't know if they made it to the internet, but a three-part series explaining Thomas Yeldis, the tomb of a woman who has a baby, How can when she has a son, it's seven days of tomb, and 33 days of tada, when she has a daughter, it's 14 days of... Tuma and 66 days of Tara was very involved, very mystical. I forgot what we learned, but I know we spent a lot of time. We no longer have a twice-a-week program. We have a once-a-week program, which has its That We're going to be talking about tzaraas, leper, a uh, leper. But uh, I've given many classes on saras already. I have a number of classes. I don't know if they're on the Internet, but I looked through my file today. I have quite a file on Pasha's Tazriya. Of sheyure and and yom of Tuma and Tara. What we're going to do tonight is a specific aspect of Tumas Tzaras it's a specific aspect of Tumas Tzaras it's a specific aspect of Tumas Tzaras before I get to the particular point that we're going to focus on it's important that I set up the basic idea of Tzaras Bechlal what is the concept of a Metzayr what does it mean to be a leper and the Rambam writes that this doesn't happen nowadays it's not the same thing as the medically diagnosed illness called leprosy. It's a, it's a illness that used to happen in the times of the Beis Hamikdash. It no longer happens. It's a very, it's a, it's a spiritual illness, it. What is the concept of tzaras? So, I uh, did a little reading today. Not a lot of reading today, but did a little reading on the basic point of tzaras. Of course, in addition to preparing the class. And I would like to suggest that there's two basic ways of looking at tzadahs two basic ways of looking at tzadahs but before I give you the two ways of looking at tzadahs, let me give you a basic hagedom Tumah only happens in places of Kedusha there's no tumah in a stone why not? because tumah means a negative spiritual force Negative spiritual forces are connected to positive spiritual forces because negative spiritual forces need to leech, they need to parasite, they need to take from positive spiritual forces. So there is no good energy, there's not going to be any bad energy. Where there is a good energy, this is where the possibility of a negative energy exists and to the contrary, the better, the good, the greater likelihood that a negative energy is going to manifest. However, When there's goodness, negativity doesn't stand a chance. In an environment of positiveness and light and focus, tumma doesn't have an opportunity. So how does Klipa operate? It tries to find weaknesses in good. If there's no good, then there's no life. There's no life, Klipa has no interest. Tumma is not gonna live from death. If there is good, now you have to find the vulnerability. That's the basic principle of Tumur. Something which is close to good, but not good enough, that's Tumur close enough to go to provide life, but not strong enough to preserve the life in a positive direction, that allows for the circumstance of to set in. That's the basic rule. That's the rule of Atumah. Tsaras, the same thing, Tsaras happens to Yidin. Al-Trabbit says in the Kutateira, it happens to Yidin on the Madreg of Adam, The highest type of Yid, there's four names to a Yid, Adam, Ish, Enish, and Geve. The lowest allusion to a Yid is Enish. The highest allusion to a yid is Adam. Dafka Adam ki be'er Only a person from the very highest levels experiences t'aras. Why? Because taras is a tumah that attaches itself to kedusha and dafka. When there's more kedusha, you see the Kayach of klipa trying to leech, to trying to take, to take off. Okay. Having said that, let me give you two concepts. The way I see it, There's two concepts of looking at the yid of taras. One way of looking at saras is the saras. I, 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 I'm really not so sure there are two ways. It's, there's so much overlap, I'm not sure where one ends and like one begins. But nevertheless, that's how I'm going to define it. One way of looking at saras is that the essence of saras is that a negative force has taken hold. What the Rashi calls in the Papasha a khili, an illness, a, a sickness, a disease has taken root, has entered into the person and because an illness entered into the person there's symptoms on the skin, the discoloration of the flesh is a symptom of an inner illness and these symptoms, which are, since they're symptoms of an inner illness, they declare the person is considered spiritually unclean. So one way of looking at sadas, that the essence of saras is an invasion of a negative force. Another way of looking at Saras, and I believe that this is really what Hasida says, is that Saras is an absence of a positive force. Saras is not that something negative has taken root, something positive is missing. The translation of the word Saras in Targum is sagirusa. Sagirusa means it's locked out. So it says in Sagirusa, something which is called the light of Chochmah, which with the mercy of the clock we'll get to later on, is locked out. And that's the basis for Tzaraas. To be sure, these two things are really not two things because why is it the first version of Tzaraas is something negative has set in, right? Why could something negative set in because the positive is weak? (laughs) Alternatively, Right? What happens when something is missing that's positive? Negativity sets in, so the truth of the matter is, both positions have both aspects. The Shaila is, if you have to define taras, what is it? Rashi and Mendenim Farshim translate taras means an illness. A negative energy is entered into the person. Hasidus is going to say that taras is a lack of a positive energy. Of course, the reason negative energy set in is because there's a certain deficiency. When there's a lack of positive energy, negative things set in. But the essence of taras can be defined in these two ways. Okay, the standard version of taras is a, a bad thing coming into the person. The hasil of taras is that the pale skin, the white skin is a semen that something is missing. There's a sun. Sveltepis. A ayr Abba That's called a higher light A transcendent light An essence light is missing And it expresses itself In the discoloration of white That happens in a person's flesh This is the background The topic we're going to explore tonight Is truly a curiosity Memis. It's a mod It's a Pasha khumish and you learn it every year, if you learn, I mean, a lot of people learn Chumash Rashi in Pashech Tazri and like they learn Tilim or like they learn Numbam. you know, it's, it's just a lot of words. But if you pay attention, it's a very strange Allah. The Allah of Taras goes as follows. If a person has a discoloration of his skin, a white discoloration of his skin, you don't say he's tamarim. You lock him up. You machlit him. There are three ways you're going to call them not, I'm, I'm sorry, not makhlet. You're soiger, you're masger, you're, you lack them up. There are three ways from metzayinu muskir to become a metzayinu mukhlet. To go from being locked up to being declared a metzayinu. What are they? The first one is pishoyon. Pishoyon means that the tzaraas gets bigger. After a week the koyon examines it, the tzaraas get bigger. The second is what's called seir lovan. He has white hair inside the discolored spat. And this doesn't require any time. If you come to a Kayin, the first time, and you have a taras that's a certain size, and in that taras you have d- whiter, the hair has turned white, you're automatically mukhlat You don't have to be laktop echelal. And the third semen is called mikhya mikhya means that in the middle of the whiteness of the taras there's normal skin. Yep. well, it's, it's a different word altogether. You have, it's from the same root, from the word chayas. You have this white skin, which shows like a lack of life. If in the center of the white skin you have regular pink skin, and the word mechia means living skin, it's also a tum okay? So there's three ways a person can become a tzayim muchlat. The first one is pishoyin, that the tzera spreads. This, of course, takes a minimum of a week. The second is seil lovan, if you see white here inside the tzera, this doesn't take time at all. And the third one is miqya, if there's a white if there's a normal colour inside the saras, the person becomes a tum. There's a weird halach. If a person's entire body is completely covered in saras, they're ta'hir. If a person's entire kulay hapa a glavan, If a person's completely coloured in white, just totally white. From t- and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's bahedas, uh, and, and Seis. It's very white, you know, like, like the the whiteness of, um, of, uh, of wool and of a, of an egg and of snow. There's four madrigues of whiteness that are all considered sufficiently white. There's a stronger white and a lesser white and a lesser white still and so forth. There's four madrigues. There's Sida Hechal and there's Semel and there's sheleg and there's krumbeya those are four levels. The whiteness of snow, the whiteness of wool, the whiteness of plaster, and the whiteness of an egg. If it's less white than that, it's not a tummum. And the Uqayin, to, to be able to paskin, if a person is telling me you have to know all the particular types of white, even though it doesn't really matter. You have to know all the pratim of white in order to be able to paskin. You have to be, know the halakhas of the colors very, very well. You know, like today you go to Arav, with other colors, and the has to know all the different types of colors, then he has to know all the different types of tsaras, and although it doesn't make that much of a difference practically speaking, la alokhla maisi. A person has a spot, he's tummy. The spot spreads, he's certainly tummy. His whole body is covered in white, he's free. Get that the moment the discoloration diminishes and you see a normal, healthy spot, <laughs> it's a vidra it So weird, doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense. If tzaras means that the whiteness is a sign of a disease, if the whole body is diseased, then he's for sure sick, right? If tzaras means that the person is missing something, like a, a mineral, a vitamin, a chvayzvos, they're anemic, and as a result, their skin is very pale. So, if the whole body is pale, they're certainly ill. <laughs> if you're completely covered in white, you're tired. This is the topic of tonight. We're going to learn a variety of different mafarshim who are more or less going to say the same thing. The kudegrad, the chayes, the gishmak of tonight's class is going to be the mrebsa sich, which is ironically a Rashi sich, uh, all things a Rashi sich. And the Rebbe is going to spend this whole business kule hapachloven opposite all the other mafarshim, and it's going to give us another entirely new perspective about how to look at the whole concept of tzadahs, and more importantly, the whole union of the of the correction of the healing from the yinyin of Mithair. So this is what we're going to do tonight, okay? It's a pretty narrow topic. If you look inside, uh, uh, the first page is page zero. You'll notice there's no uh, number. The tzadah starts over, yeah? The Torah begins with alochas of tzaraas, and it tells you you lock him up one week, you lock him up a second week, muskir, mukhlat, ptiyah all the different alochas. Then the Torah starts all over again, in Pasuk test. it starts over like this. Nagat ki Now that we spoke about tzaraas for eight psukim, the Torah starts again. If a person is gonna have in his flesh, ki tiyah uh, a wound of leprosy. la you have to bring him to the kayin. Before I think it said uba el he should go to the Koyen. Here it says vohuva he should be brought to the Koyen. Vera the Koyen is going to see, he behold. levana There is a very deep color white, ace is the highest, the brightest white, which is Kishelig, like snow on his skin. and inside that whiteness there is either white hair, which is a simintum, or, in the center of this white discoloration, there's normal skin. Those are both simon etumur. If you have a spot of tzaras, which is beyond a certain size, I think it's a sheer gris. It has to be a certain size. And in that spot, there is either discolored white hair, or that's a siman he's mukhlat he's a metzaida. he has to be locked up and he has to bring carbonus. This is an old wound. This is an old leprosy in his skin. In other words, the, the fact that you have the white hair and that you have the, the normal spot in the center is assuming that this is an old wound. The makes him tummy. You don't lock him up. He's tummy. You lock a person up when you're not sure. right? What are the two Hebrew words? Mitzayra muskar and Mitzayra when you're not driving a imitator, you lock him up. When you know he's a Mitzayra, then you, you don't have to lock him up. He's, he's, he has to he has to sit by himself. He has to be away from the people. He has to be in isolation, in quarantine. But it's not called Musker, it's called Muchlat. He's been fixed. Then you have to wait for the taras to leave. And then you have to have the different ceremonies. First of all, you have to have the two birds with the eight and, and so on. He has to take a couple of haircuts. And then when he's Tahir, then he brings and he becomes a Muchos Kippur. Now comes the curiosity. What were to happen if this whiteness were to cover his entire skin? The leprosy will cover all the skin of his uh, wound. From his head to his foot. And there is now one spot on his body that you could see, the Mephoshim explained, that the kai doesn't have to look under his arms and in places where there are folds. If they just see the body the way you can see it naturally, if every single spot in the body that you could see without telling the person, raise your hand and raise your leg and bend like this and bend like that, is white, the person is tired. tear he makes this wound pure, kule hafach since he's completely turned white, toiru is pure. Then the next Pasak says, is boy chai. And on that day, that a little natural skin will reappear into this body. Yitmo becomes tommy again. his whole body was white. Now one spot is turning normal, pink, he becomes tommy. timi becomes The the sign that he's Tommy is that he has normal skin. Normally what makes you a uh, that you have sick skin, yeah. Here what makes you a uh, that you have healthy skin. <laughs> Cold's my you don't have healthy skin, you're okay, you're completely covered in white, no problem. Then there comes back a eh, eh, eh now you become tummy again. Okay, and, and there's in one more, If this this pinkish skin will again become white, the ball can come back to the koyin, but all the koyin, is going to see him, and again it's become white, the koyin again makes him pure And the Mephashim's struggle with these psukim, is a lot of repetition. It says the same thing several times. And there's many different ways of explaining all of these Pesukim This is not a class on Hilches Saras, you understand? <laughs> the biggest Rashi Yeshivas don't study Hilches Saras. The women in base Medesh, the Noshim, are not studying Hilches Tzaras <laughs> It's a parsha class, a chakl. We're learning Chumish So we're not paskining Dinim over here, you know, what's the Din by this and the Din by this We want to understand what is the spiritual significance If a discoloration means you're Tamrin Whether you translate it, the discoloration is a sign that there's an illness in you and therefore you're Or you define tzara as a discoloration is a sign that there is a missing ingredient. Something good is missing and therefore you're If you're completely discolored, all of a sudden you become tired. That's a great irony, it's a very funny uh, uh, Indian. The halacha happens to be, and uh, we're not going to be following halacha, there's a Rambam, the halacha says like this, if a person comes to the Kayin, and he's totally covered in white. If you come to the kohen, you're totally covered in white. The kohen has to examine you. If you have white hairs, your tummy. If a natural piece of skin re-emerges, your tummy. And he lacks you up and he waits to see. The Rammam's hall, that this halach only works if first you had a small white spot. And the kohen announced that you have to be locked up without your tummy. And only when the white spreads to the whole body are you considered tahir. You'll see in this Sicha that Rashi disagrees. Rashi holds that it doesn't matter. A person who's completely covered in leprosy, whether it was initially or it was later, it's immaterial. You're covered completely in leprosy you your tongue. So let us get down to business. Let's make it very clear. We are not learning Hilchas Saras, Hilchas Negoyim. It's not our department. We are analyzing our union. If white is not good, why is more white better? If the bigger lep, biggest bigger discoloration, I'm more tummy. If I'm totally covered in white, it's a funny phenomenon. So we read the Ramban. The Ramban is in the lower right, and the Ramban simply tells you the technicalities of it. On the right side, the bottom of the page where my arrow is. If the leprosy will spread. The kissesaras. So yeah, the, the second page is page one. Okay, the first page is page zero. The kisses so and the leprosy will cover his nega, the entire skin of the person. It says he he The spreading of a does not become a cementara. we know that a, a spreading of a is called pishayon. Or Loshna Pasek Spreading is a simintuma. When does it become a cimentara? When the whole body is covered with leprosy, it becomes a simon tumor. There are parts of the body that, for example, under the arm. You don't tell a person to raise his hands. Under the arm, or if a person is very heavy, under the layers of skin, you don't have to look. So if, if everything a person, a kohen, could see on the outside is white, the person is toher. That's all. So the Ramban simply is saying that a person initially was white and was Tomei. The white spread to encompass the whole person, and then the person becomes Toher. Okay? Now go down three lines from the bottom. The whole skin of the wound. It means to say like this A person's body. First of all, the Nega. Nega means the old leprosy. Second of all, the rest of his body. To teach us that what's transformed into white is the place where there was originally the the as well as the remainder of the body. Ha, but in a case, if the whole body turned white, and the spot that was white suddenly became regular, or so that's what the Ramban is, technical, the whole person's body is covered with white, both the part of the body which was white before that made him tummy, as well as the rest of the body. So the Ramban doesn't tell us why, the Ramban just tells us the fact, the halacha is, if a person's body is completely covered in white, they become tummy. The Ebenezer is on the left side of your page. He is the first one to give us a mystical or a more spiritual significance. What, why? If a small wound makes me tummy and a bigger wound makes me more tummy, why? Kule, in his Says the Ebenezer. Okay? hanega, kikvar, hanega, kule When a person's body is entirely covered with white, that's a symptom that the illness has come out. Vusor mimenu, it's in the process of leaving. In other words, when a person has a discoloration on the skin that's white, Rashi says a similar thing. It's a sign that underneath the skin there's an illness. Underneath the skin there's an illness. And because under the skin there's an illness, the skin is white. So remember how we're explaining it. There's an invasion of a negative force into a person that shows a symptom of a lack of life, whiteness, a lack of life on the periphery. But if the entire body is covered in white, says Devin Ezra, that means to say that there's no illness inside. It means to say that the illness has come out, and it's only on the skin. When a person's body is, for the most part, pink, or in part pink, and some of it is white and some of it is pink, so we're saying the white is a symptom that under the skin there's a more of an illness. But if the entire surface is white, Evanezer says, we're going to presume that this means that the sickness was inside the person, takeh, and it's emerged, it's come out. The Ebenezer goes with those opinions that this halacha is only if first you became tomei with a partial whiteness. And afterwards the whiteness spread to the whole body. We're saying that the spreading of the whiteness of the whole body is a simmon that has begun to heal. So if we're going to say to us it's an invasion, into a person's body, it's like a parasite. It's like any kind of virus, any kind of bacteria. They go into the body, they incubate, they take up space in the body, and they multiply. La hamdanuslan, they make a person ill. And then, of course, the body fights it off with its immunity, with its powers of defense, and eventually, it wins with Abish's help. It defeats the negative and it pushes the illness out of the body. Saras so is a sickness whose raya is the discoloration of the surface of the skin but the sickness is really underneath the skin, when the whole surface is white, Tehre is saying, the body has effectively, the person has effectively fought off the illness, and all it is is on the periphery, all is on the outside. If it's in part, then we say that, well, where you don't see the white on the outside, is because it's inside, it's inside the body. This is the Ebenezer's vert. Uh, now we have a medrash. Page two, please. This medish everybody quotes, and of course, this medish deserves our attention. This medish is, on the face of it, incredibly strange. <speaking> in <Hebrew> when a person's body turns entirely white, they're pure. says <speaking in Hebrew> to be very blunt. All people the world are gonna become a kursim. <laughs> if the whole world becomes a percursum, Mashiach will come. Oh my cra what's the day? if the person has entirely been made white, Taheru. <laughs> white means a lack of a moon. If the white is partial, some goyim believe and some goyim don't believe. So those goyim who don't believe, it's a simon of tumah. If the whole world is ne'apach <laughs> the whole world is upakurtsim, the one meimin. And the Rebbe says in the Sikha, except for a yid, now he's toher Parenthesis: kisheposha tanega b'chalayir. When the sickness spreads to the entire skin so too, kishenabchukalamachoslaminus when all the peoples, all the governments in the world are apokursim the Mashiach is gonna come now what's the posh pshat in this madash? the posh pshat in this madash is that when it can't get worse, it's gotta get better the posh pshat this madash is when the Hebi realizes, you know, the Heileke Shpola Zeide at Amal the Shpola <laughs> Zayda the <laughs> said D'bainu bring Mashiach yes, bring Mashiach now if you're not going to bring Mashiach now, he grabbed his beard. Ich by mein dir, dein Mashiach. He said, if you don't bring Mashiach now, I swear by my beard and my payas that one day they're not going to want neither you nor your Mashiach. That's when Mashiach is going to come. So what's the post of in this? My like Mechazal, to understand it. The post Pshat is that the Abishah says when it's hit rock bottom, when it can't get worse, Mashiach comes. Accordingly, when a person's body is totally covered with taras, he's taher, not because he's in a better place, but because he's a lost cause. <laughs> there's nothing possible about the person, send them home, he's fine. But there are other ways of looking at it. And of course, one of the other ways of looking at it is that there's no duplicity, there's no tzviyus. One of the worst things that taita is disgusted by is Echad veechad belev, Being a phony Acting one way on the outside and being a different way on the inside If everybody comes out and says exactly what they hold, exactly what they believe Even if it's terrible But the honesty is a bitter is a clarification and the clarification is what has to happen before Mashiach comes. So there's a little bit of a positive way of explaining it. Kuli HaPach it's been transformed. Nobody believes in the Ebishter. I mean, and the people say openly, they don't believe in the Ebishter, now you can talk to them. Because they don't, they don't, they don't hedge, they don't say, well, let's not discuss it, I'm an agnostic. No agnostics. It's not complicated. What is agnosticism? What is agnosticism? Okay, not now. You know what agnosticism is exactly. Okay, not now. I guess means I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm in a misupak. I'm in doubt. Okay, so this is another pshat. When the whole world is The problem with this Gemara is that it almost makes it sound like Mashiach is going to come when life is terrible. And the only reward is that it's so terrible that people have no shame. To say it in other words, kule ha is not a cementada. When a person has been totally made into white, that's not a good thing. It's the Pshat It can't get worse. Because it can't get worse, it's gonna get better, so it's already better. But that's weird, because Kuli HaPach is not the Pshat, he's a lost case. He's tired. he's considered pure. But this is what this, this Gemara says. And we move on. The next item on our agenda is the al And the al is mirrored, is followed by Abbanel, who quotes him more or less. The Rabbah goes very extensively into the whole business of saras. And as a philosopher, he explains it, so to speak, in a more logical way, in a kind of in a medical way. And he describes it as an ailment, which is a symptom of weakness. When a person is weak, that's when the parasites, that's when the bacteria, from diseases set in. And that needs to be fought off. So he says like this. He you see where I made my first arrow? you see where I made my first arrow? Hine at the end of the first line, I believe the reason once the person is completely covered with taras, his tired, is as follows. When the Kayin sees the person develops a partial coloration. Part of his body turns white says the raubag when a part of a person turns white, we know two things. A, he's sick. And B, you see a symptom of the sickness. But the symptom of the sickness that you're seeing on the outside means that the sickness is beginning to go out already. And and afterwards, yiri the white spreads that the whole body is covered with white this proves it means that the inner fire, the inner furnace of the person has been revved up, to use medical terminology, the the immunity has kicked in and it's fighting off the disease and it's fighting off the disease and you're seeing it on the outside when the person is part white, part not white, you know he's tummy you know he's ill and you don't know yet if the body is in the process of winning over the illness or the illness is in the process of winning over the body. So you call him tummy. If he's completely covered in white on the outside, says that al bagh. that means that it's coming out. Coming out doesn't mean it's getting worse. Coming out it means it's going out of the person. Um, <laughs> that this filth, this disease is being overpowered by the person's heat, versus person's immunity. <laughs> It's pushed it out from all sides to the periphery of the body. There's an illness called Kadachas. Kadachas is it's a kind of a fever. And the way Kadachas works is that the sign that you're getting healthy is that the heat comes out. You know, when a person is ill, one of the healthiest things they should perspire, they should sweat. Right, because it's not just that it it cools the body down, but it, it's the, 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 the not good is coming out of the body. He says, when you see a person totally covered in white, and before he was only partially covered in white, so his prior partially being covered in white is a semen tumor, because you know his tummy, you know something not good. When the whole body then becomes covered by white is a semen that the body is fighting it off, it's pushing it out, and it's only on the skin. That's why he's taught. This is a very positive insight. The kule hapach only is taher if it started off tummy And the reason the kule hapach is taher because it's a rayad that the tummy is going out of the person. I'm sorry. This is similar to the Ebenezer, right? It's in more elaborate form of what the Ebenezer says. Okay. What happens if a person turned totally white? Which is a symptom that the, the illness is coming out. The body is fighting it off But then a part of the body again turned back to a natural color He becomes tummy. So look at the next arrow that I made The reason why once the whole body has become white and you made him tired and part of the body turns to normal and make him tummy again, is his Vizeki Hanega, Oibaheras I say Ace, O boy Michas Hai, She Itmay shakadam Okay, Vegamken and also Mipne Shalayim Shala Teva Lithazah Ipish Mikala's Dad. When you see that the person's body has turned partially natural pink, it's a sign that the heat has subsided a little bit and it's no longer fighting the illness so thoroughly, a part of the body has turned normal, Hine yireh, which proves that there's still some of the filth on the inside of the body and therefore the person becomes tummy again until the saras leaves altogether. So the position of Diral Albag, as you mentioned, the position of the Ibn is that this business of Hafak Kulay Lovan, that a person turns totally white, he's tired, it's only at first he was tummy because of a partial coloration of white. And why is it ta'a? Because it's a cement that the body is pushing it out. This is diral Albag. On the next page you have a tour al-Hateiro. Sorry, just chat There's a way that he can get from being completely white. Without becoming again? Sure, to remain that way for the rest of his life or to suddenly become pink all over. But if it happens slowly, gradually, in spots, it's a simintum. if the person is initially completely white. If the person comes to the Quran the first time, he's totally covered in white. According to many halakh rambam and others, he's tummy. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's only if it goes from a little to a lot. You'll see later on that the Rashi says no, he's always tahir if he's totally white. Because that's gonna be the other position about the holy Union of Saras. The, the Tur says almost the same thing, but he says something a little bit, a little bit of a different nuance. And you'll see in one of the later Mephoshim, that's going to uh, emphasize what the Tur says. He says, You see what I'm reading, page 4 at the top? The reason when the tzara spreads to the whole body, the more area the illness occupies, the less qualitatively deep it is. It's not as deeply inside. He brings one of the Mephashim later on, gives an example. A deep river is always narrower than a wide one. Because if it's deep, it's narrow. If it takes up a lot of area, it's usually shallower. The same is true of this tum. When the Tadash is over the body, it's a sign that it's superficial in the body. If it's deep in the body, it's going to be concentrated in one place. So it's similar to the uh, He's not linking it to a healing. He's simply saying, listen, if you have an illness all over, the illness is very shallow, very superficial. This is what the tour adds to the, the discussion. Turn to page 5, and you have the Meisha Al-Sheikh. Reb Al-Sheikh most clearly agrees with the position that says that this idea that if you turn totally white your tawhid is only true if first you were partially white and then you turn totally white. Because the Al has a position. He explains it Al-Darach he explains it to Al he, he says the way Taras affects a person is from the outside to the inside. Like the Rambam says. The first place you'll see Taras is on your walls. The second place you'll see t'aras is on your clothing. The last place you'll see taras is on your body. Because taras is an invasion. As I explained it to you in the beginning of the class, this is position A, it's a negative force entering into the person. And it goes from the outside to the inside. A person has a taras, says the al So he has to go to the koyen. And the koyen has to look at it and say what his condition is. What if you have a taras and you don't go to the kitchen and you wait? And the taras spreads and spreads and spreads. Yeah? Let's read inside, top of the page, the Sheikh is page 5, the first of the regular lines, not the bold, at the end. He comes to warn a person. The moment you see a taras, which is a simon that you didn't have to. they should right away run to the koyim. Why? They should know what to do. In other words, you should know that you need to do tshuva. The tsaras is a simon of an aveira and the koyin is going to teach you how to do tshuva. Im yira ki tamehu. The kohen is going to see that he's unclean. Ki bavayin Because on his skin you see nechtam with a tof. Which means there's a, 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 a spot of sin on his flesh. yachish The person will right away do tshuva. Mimena from himself, Terim Yishyashin Adava before the Aveda is going to become old and take roots. Because if you allow the Yetzirah to linger, yihi ya So the positive is, You become tummy, go to the Koyin right away. So is the simon of an Aveda. If you don't go, the Aveda is going to fester and get in deeper and deeper and deeper. It'll be much harder to do tshuva. Run to the Koyin right away. Right? Not the Later on, it's going to be much more difficult to get it out. But to the contrary, your heilich v'godli yim yim, it's going to get more. It's going to get worse. V'zehu emre, as the Pasuk says, nega tzaras ki tiyya ba'adam. As soon as a tzaras enters into a person, that miyadka shetiyya ba'adam. As soon as you have even a partial tzaras, v'huva l'kaim b'l'echi, you should be taken to the coin. One of them, the Pasuk says, v'huva l'kaim, you don't want to go, you have to be schlepped to the coin. Ki im la if you don't come to the Koyun right away, what's going to happen? Yikit's possible. When you finally come to the Koyun, not only will you have white on your skin, but in the center of it is going to be pink, which is a simon which is proving. It's not coming out. When you have a white spot and in the center it's pink, it's not the pshat that you're starting to heal, it's the pshat that it's so deep that in one spot you don't see the symptoms, it's all inside. Okay? Because (laughs) pshat goes from the outside to the inside. So if you have a white spot, go to the Koyin right away. Do chub. If you don't, you may find that in the middle of the white spot there's pink, which is a simen that has gone even deeper and you're going to be tummy. Valkain simen tumah, the whiteness is a sign of tumah. white is deeper than the rest of the flesh, and so on and so forth. Look at my vertical line. I skipped three lines. the lefichach therefore. Ka'asher If you don't go to the Koyin. Hayaisas heisaya beheraz beheras lavana be'er. The white is going in even deeper. The more the white lingers, It's not being come out. Ki'im is going in further. Okay. Ach white is going in the hu the whiteness on the outside, when it's surrounding, a pink in the center, is an overflow. Really, the tum is on the inside. And you're just seeing a symptom on the outside as well. And therefore the person is, bottom of the column. Right? If the entire person's body is covered. You see what I'm reading? The haras, here. The tzaras, the tzaras will cover. It's called eilanega, the entire skin of the person. He becomes to. Next paragraph. Yash imkalzein We should never lose hope and become despair. There's nothing in the way of tshuva. At the moment you want to help yourself, Hashem helps you. If you get up to do tshuva, Tifrach meno, Hashem is going to help you, which means Messiah Meisem Elmaile is helped from above. In other words, Pareach Tifrach doesn't mean the white is going to spread. Pareach means you're jumping up to do tshuva, Tifrach Abish is going to help you do tshuva. And the symptom is going to be, next paragraph, Or ma'u as kolera neged, the whole body is covered with white, and the person is tired. v'hu when the person does tshuva, what entered into the person from the white. Shukayach atom went into the person's inside. And the person had in the center of it, living flesh. That also turned white. And when on the outside, is that ray that the is leaving. Which is the similar idea of the albag. But he explains it. You have an Aveda. The white is the cement of an Aveda. Go to the Rav right away. You're going to wait. The Avedah is going to go deeper into you and you're going to become Tomin. If you didn't, it goes even deeper into you. And but when you decide to do tshuva, the whole body turns white, which is a simmet that now it's already coming out. That's what he says. Okay, that's all. And then the Al Sheikh explains the whole thing of the reason the Postak repeats it twice and three times is because you fall back into an Aveda and you become Tommy again. You do Chuva and Abish becomes tired again. Do Vaitan Aveda. The idea that there's never an always gives you another chance. That's how he explains. But the Al Sheikh's Gedank is that Saras the simen of an Aveda. And you have to go to the Rav, to the Koyim, before you become Tomei. Because if you don't, you're going to become Tomei. And what is the simon that you're Tomei, that the white is going to diminish? You're going to have Mechior. Living flesh in the middle is a simon that the tum is embedded. And when you do Tshuvah, the Tomei is going to come out, and the whole person is going to be white, which is a simon that it's departing. This is the Alshech's uh, word. And again, it's very, very similar to the um, uh, Al-Bag. On page 6 we have the Kliyakar, again he says the same thing, he quotes the Ebenezer But he adds another thing, if a person is totally covered in white, why is he ta'hir? So you see I made an Aleph and a base. can you see it? Yeah, The Aleph is the Yevanezer, when you're completely white, your are tired because it's a sign that the Tumma is coming out, but there's a base. As far as punishment goes, without a doubt, <laughs> When a person sees that his whole body is covered with Tumah, he will even resolve even further, there's more, When you're completely covered in white, you're tired, you know why? Not because the tumma is gone, but because when you're this diseased, you will do Tshuva. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the pshat That the kuli hopach loven Is a simit that you're already healing It's the biggest proof That at this point You're going to say You know what I will do tshuva So the just says tohid, Based on the presumption That you're going to do um, tshuva And when then Abi, Look at my three arrows Him shilu l'mayim, They compare it to water the broader the water is, the shallower it is. The deeper it is, the less broad it is. So too, if the illness is localized, it's a simmer that's gone very deeply into the bottom body, the person gets even sicker, when the illness spreads out all over the body, it's not so deep, the person can heal so quickly that we already call him, uh, that he's already um, uh, tired. And then the Kliyaka, like many of them, first quotes the on head that we just read, that when it comes, Okay? And how he explains it is that when the when you didn't see that, uh, look at the last two lines. He's told, When you didn't see that no Goya believe in the Aby, all of a sudden the Jews are going to get religious. I think that's This is the Kliyaka. Page 7 is a Shach. The Shach has a very interesting philosophy about Saras Bakhlau. He says saras is an illness that you inherit from your parents. It's your parents' it. And Saras Neshanas means there's an old illness that's to do with your parents. And he says that this pasha is talking about an illness that's to do with gaivum. And when you're completely covered in white, <laughs> you can't afford to be a Balgaiv anymore. It's the same idea. Once it totally covered the white, even the biggest Balgaiv is humble, and that's why it's a Simin On page 8, you have this, the Chassam Seifer. And the Chassam Seifer says a very similar word to the weed said, but it's very depressing. What the Chassam Seifer says in a nutshell is that who is more dangerous, a lowlife or a rasha? or a sly little sinner with an attitude. A lowlife who says straight, I hate God and I hate religion, he's not a, not a danger because you know exactly, Esav, he you know exactly what he is. Lavan, that chochmatek, that smart guy with his, with his chassidish Lavush and he's a snake in the grass, he's much more dangerous. Kulehapach Lavan says that Chassam Seyf means when something is completely corrupt, you have nothing to fear. <laughs> so he also was seeing the Kulehapach Lavan that is a good thing but as simply as something which is not dangerous. Like the Gemara says, So, um, uh, uh, you, you don't have, Mashiach has come. Now we're ready for the Rebbe's Rashi Sich, which starts on page nine. The the various different interpretations that we shared so far, which were quite similar, the differences were, were small, but it all, is based on the constant that I established at the outset and that is, tsaras comes from an invasion of a negative force and means either you might as well be Tawhid or it's a sign that that invasion is already on the way out it seems to me that the rebel learns, that Rashi learns that there's two types of tsaras one type of taras is where taras covers only a part of the body. When taras covers a part of the body, Rashi agrees with all the other Mufarshim. Taras is an invasion, it's an illness. It's an illness that's entered into the person and needs to be combated. On the other hand, when a person is totally covered in white, and Rashi and disagrees with the Taras Kainim, According to Rashi, it doesn't make a difference whether you were first Tameh and then you became fully covered in white. Or you were Lechatchila fully covered in white. In fact, the Rebbe proves that according to Rashi, if a person was fully covered in white, and then part of the skin turns pink, they're also not Tameh. Rashi holds when a person's entire body is covered in white, it's not saras. period whether it was initial, whether it was subsequent, subsequent, and even if the body starts to heal, and part of the whiteness is replaced by a pink, if a person's entire body is covered in white, they're not them, why? Because saras is only a sickness if the whiteness is partial. If you're completely covered in white, we say that this is a natural skin color, that's all. It's a different nature. It's not saras well, I, I don't want to say it's not saras, it's a tivius saras. and as a result, it's not tummy. So the, the Rashi is saying an under Gedanken Rashi is saying a whole different concept, and there are many different things that the Rebbe points out that the Rashi disagrees with the halacha with the Taz Kenim about many different things. First of all, if you're all white, according to the Tatas Kenim, you may be tummy. According to Rashi, it Second of all, once you become all white, and then pink returns, according to all the other mafarshim, you become tummy again. According to Rashi, you're all white, the pink is not a sim in tumma. Because we say that your whiteness is not a tumma, it's a natural thing. And here I wanna add the Gedank that I told you at the very, very beginning. That there's two concepts in tzaras. The first concept of tzaras is that tzaras is an invasion of a negative force. If saras is an evasion of a negative force, you have to heal. But there's another concept in saras Saras is a symptom of missing something. If you're missing it completely, you're tahir. If you're missing it in part, I, this is already a, a huge embellishment on my part. You don't know if it's the chat that you're missing it. Or that there's a negative energy has entered in, and therefore you're tummy. There's a different concept of tzaddas. The traditional, the negligent concept of tzaddas is that it's a sickness, it's an invasion of a negative force. Kulay hapach lavan, you're totally white, is not the pshat, of a negative force. You are missing something. And when you're missing it, that doesn't make you tummy, necessarily. And this is how Rashi explains the concept of kuli hapachlavir, you're completely transformed into white, so that you are uh, you're not tummy, you're not tummy because completely covered in white is not considered an invasion of an illness. It's a pashat, another natural coloration. To use the words of the Rebbe, is the Rashi says, Taras is a gzera sakasef. is not a gzera It's a teva. When you have a white spot with white hair in it, it's tummy because When you have a white spot and in the middle there's a pink dot, your tummy, it's When you've been completely transformed into white, it's considered teva, it's a natural coloration of people's skins, it happens, because they're missing something, it's not a infantum. I, I, I don't know what the biology is, I, and I want you to understand, this is not a medical class, this is a chassidis class. Uh, uh, a philosophy class so perhaps that would be the niglia that would be the nigla equivalent thereof but i don't want to go there because once we start guessing we're gonna fall off the guessing bridge into the deep water explain it is however you wish but the pneumus is when you are lacking a certain pneus decain completely it's not a seminum okay why why so let me now share with you what Chassidus says about Tzaraas, and what I'm getting, what I'm getting from this Sikh, and I, I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'm like way off the mark, what I'm getting from this Sikh is as follows, the standard understanding of Tzaraas, that Tzaraas is an illness, it's an invasion of a negative force, Chassidus says no. Hasidus says saras is not an invasion of a negative force. It's a lack of a positive force. Something good is lacking, you turn white. Obviously when something good is lacking, negative forces enter. But according to Hasidus, the essence of saras is not something bad coming into the person, but something positive being lacking from the person. The only pirush that's consistent with this Hasidus and perhaps this is also the way it's explained in Kabbalah, is Rashi. But not Rashi across the board. Only Rashi by When a person has a partial Taras, Rashi agrees with everybody else, Taras is an invasion of a negative force. When a person is totally covered in white, here Rashi agrees with Chsiris and Kabbalah and says, Taras has a deficiency, you're missing something. And when you're missing it completely, it's not a simintum. You got it? So, Chassidus is has another point of view. Tsaras means sagirusa, something is missing. The Kabbalah would go as follows. There is something called Oir Aba, the light of Chokhmah. And let's translate Oir Aba in an avoidedika context. The light of Chokhmah means good Yiddish instincts. Good Yiddish Chush, a natural Chush for Yiddishkeit. In Zmanagolos, we're missing this Chush. So our Yiddishkeit begins in Bina. Bina means our whole inspiration is based on understanding. Understanding is heavy, We don't have that feel, we are not have intuition. If a person is missing chokhmah, the Bina can become very heavy, and sometimes the Bina becomes so heavy that even the Bina is missing. Because there's no chokhmah, there's no good intuition, the struggle to understand becomes too difficult, and then the person's skin turns white. Why? Because there's a combination of two things. The light of chokhmah is always white, Bina is represented by blood, which is red. When the skin turns white, we say because chokhmah is missing, sometimes the lower level, the Bina, is also missing. And that's when a person is labeled a The chokhmah is missing, and, the, and then it's, a, it's a chokhmah is missing. So you operate the level of bina. But sometimes the dinim of bina affect that even the bina is missing, and then the person's skin turns white. The person is tummy. Okay, what happens if the whole body is white? So that she says it's a different nature. another nature. But the Rebbe is going to explain this to us, see this, and I'm going to bother you to turn to page 12 of your stack. I'm sorry? Chalqa base. Beis. Lamed I'm sorry for repeating myself, but here goes, okay? Let's all agree, and we may be wrong, but we're going to assume that all the Befarshim, besides for Kabbalah and Hasidus, translate saras as an invasion of a negative force. So when you say, kul hapech and toher, it's because the fully covered the white is the that the invasion is weak or is already in the departure stage. Hasidus says taras is a lack of chochmah, which sometimes results also in a lack of binah, so the person is ill, the person's is Yiddishkeit, not only lacking the Jewish intuition, they're lacking Jewish thoroughness, so they're sick. What happens if the person is totally white? Is so it lacking it completely? What could possibly be good about lacking it completely? So the Rebbe quotes that same Gemara and Sanhedrin that we had before. And we're going to learn this page, every word. We're going to read straight now. Top of page 82. The yishe b'g'mara b'san and the g'mara says, quote, Ain ben david bar, Mashiach will not come ashe Until all governments are going to be officially atheist. Which is a bad thing. O marav, what's the source for this idea? The apostle says, Kule the person has been completely transformed into white, or who is pure. Parenthesis. When the illness affects the entire surface of the person, Kach, which is mirrored by the idea of all governments being heretical, the Mashiach is going to come. Bashi. That sounds like before Mashiach comes, it has to get so bad it can't get worse, the Mashiach is going to come. Seita, the same Gemara is brought in the seita. And this statement is brought there. One of the signs is that all governments are up And the Gemara finishes. Who could we lean on if all the guys around us don't believe in the Eibshteer? What do we lean on? the Based on the discussion we had. There's two ways of understanding. When a person is totally white, they're tired. It's a decree from the tater that if you're fully covered, white, you're tired. And as the Mephashim explained it because the Tzras is already leaving. Or it's a logical thing because it's a different colored skin. Which proves that it's not a sickness altogether. Says that We're going to correlate this with this issue of what happens before Mashiach. Is it a good thing or a bad thing that all goyim become apakus? Shamalchos, shafichas, shamalchos, laminos. The transformation of all goyim into goyish government. into apakusim, who's similar to Mashiach, the kind like Mashiach. good or bad? So according to the standard point of view, it's terrible. <laughs> But the was is going to give it a positive spin. Aleph, number one, it's a negative thing. It's as bad as it could possibly get. who cannot get worse. At this point, Hashem has no choice. Hashem says, What am I going to wait for? Nobody believes in God. What am I going to wait for? For them to discover me? It's not happening. So he brings Mashiach. So Kula Hapach Levin means you're so tame; you might as well be Tommy. But there's another point of view, Beis. Adarab, Ha'afichas ha'malchos laminos, when no goyim, believe in God, moira al kach, it shows, she'oilam the world is becoming clear to such an extent, you see openly, overtly, all governments, which is not connected to the that means they deny God altogether. In other words, when you reach a stage where nobody equivocates, nobody goes halfway, if you believe, you believe all the way, if you don't believe, you deny completely, sure, it means that people are less religious, but it means that people are more honest. And the honesty is a symptom of the re-emergence of an amun in the Yibishterim. Why? وَرَاكْ بَنَيْ يَسْرَوْ مَأْمِنِمْ وَيَدَمْ عَذَ You didn't know, believe and know in one God. This condition, where only you know about the Abishter, have all Goyim, who are not connected to the Abishter, stop equivocating and they come out openly and say explicitly we don't believe in the Abishter, is a sign of refinement. She is Bareruvi, Yislavnuvi, Tarfur Rabbin Vegemet, that things are going to become clear, Mashiach is going to come. What is the Vort, Rabbi Isai? I'm going to tell you what I think the Vort is, but I may be very wrong. But I'm going to tell you what I think that Rebbe is saying here. That she holds that if a person's skin is completely covered in white, he's tahir. What does that mean? He's missing chokhmah completely. He's missing chokhmah completely, but he's also missing blood, right? There's two aspects. To become a metzayr you have to be missing chokhmah, and also you have to turn white. The turning white means that there's no blood, there's no binah either. Correct? What does that mean? It means that I don't try to understand the Abishthad at all. If I don't try to understand the Abishthad at all, what kind of relation do I have with the Abishthad? Of Tmimus. It's another path to God, that's all. It's a different nature. When a person is partial, it's the Pshat, he's missing Chochmah, his bin is deficient, and he's sick. Why is he sick? If he doesn't understand the Abu state, he's not going to be able to serve him. But what if he's in a state where he doesn't have to understand it at all?